Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good, I hope. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour, and uh, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means we can get to you, and that's in a good way. You know, if you think you might have something paranormal going on in your house and you need help, we can, we can get to you. It might take us a little while. People don't realize California is like a huge state, right? So it might, it might take us a couple hours to get to you, but we... We'll make it a point to get to you one way or another, either in person or one of our uh, mediums will do a remote read and help you out as well. Anyway, I want to welcome everybody. We've got a great show. Um, I hope I say this gentleman's name correctly, Riz Mirza. I'm horrible with names. You guys know that. I don't know why, but just be a name. Um, I'm going to let him describe what he does to you because I think what he does is really cool. Um, he is a um, trance channeler and... Uh, I've only known one other person that did this over the years. I had somebody on my staff that did this stuff, and it was really, really cool to watch. So it's going to be fun talking to him, asking him about how he incorporates that, you know, in his business, in his his work. Okay. Anyway, again, my name is Charlotte. I'm the owner of this of the California Hospital Investigation Team. And if you're watching from Facebook today, uh, please be sure to like and share this so that people can come to the show. It's just I'm just saying I'm not being I'm not being like real big headed or anything it's a really good show and uh we have more than 450 videos out live videos out on YouTube so if you want to mosey over to our YouTube channel which is youtube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio that would be great too because there's something for everybody because I just don't cover paranormal stuff I also I, I cover other other things like spousal abuse and topics like that you know I'm, I'm a journalist I'm a photojournalist I like to change it up Okay, I don't want to just cover one thing. Anyhow, if you are watching, like I said, from Facebook, please be sure to like and share. And if you haven't already, <clears throat> follow me. You know, follow. There's several California Haunts pages over there, including my personal page. Um, look for me on Instagram at GhostyGal. I'm all lowercase. Look for me, or look for California Haunts over at TikTok. That's all lowercase. And and over, we're on Twitch as well. I think it's Cal Haunts on Twitch. And also on Twitter, we're Kel Hans, so you can find us over there. So there's all kinds of ways to find us. Again, if you look down the bottom right-hand corner, too, that's our, our uh, mascot that goes with the magnifying glass and the Sherlock Holmes hat on. That's our mascot. If you click on that and you haven't done so already, it'll subscribe you to the YouTube channel, where, of course, like I said, there's more than 450 videos sitting over there. I think there's 500, actually, and different topics. So I think there's something in there for everybody. Okay, that all being said... Ah, my mouth's tired now. That all being said, I'm going to bring my guest in, and uh, he, I'm going to have him tell you about himself because it's a lot easier that way than me going through and stumbling through things. <sighs> it's been a long day already. Okay, let me bring him in, and here we go. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Oh, my God, don't say sir. Just call me Riz. <laughs> <laughs> no need for formalities, especially we are of the same tribe of the paranormal supernatural and you know it's funny i was speaking about this very recently at one of my channeling circles where someone said 
can you tell me about your paranormal work? I said, I will in one second, but it just hit me that what we call the paranormal or what paranormal or the supernatural people mm-hmm. like myself and you and people who watch California Hunts radio, it's the normal. It's right. the natural. It's not the paranormal. It's not the supernatural. It's all part of the natural world. So I am a trench channel medium, but I'm also a shaman, practicing shaman for the last 14 years. I lead shamanic ceremonies all over the world. I have a mm-hmm. retreat company called Sacred Earth Retreats with my wife who's also a shaman and an intuitive empath. And we lead people to sacred sites with, which have tons of spiritual energy from the pyramids and the hidden temples in Egypt, which wow. I'm leading in just two days. We go there twice a year. If you guys want to check that out, it's the sacredearthretreats.com. And we go to all of these places, not just, well, within Egypt, we go to three different cities and we're exploring what is the ancient secret history? What is the energy that you feel in these spaces? And they are full of paranormal and supernatural energy. Then we go to India and do the same thing. Last uh, spring, we were in Ireland and did a sacred mystical Ireland retreat, spent two nights in a haunted manor in Ireland, our private group van. I like to call it the Scooby-Doo van that we go across the country from one end of Ireland to the other. Mm-hmm. And we're going into 10,000-year-old stone circles that uh, are, and maybe, I don't know, we can maybe get these pictures up on, on the show. Um, if not, you guys can go to my website and see it, where we sit and I channel the spirit guides that are part of the energy of that space. Because as you know, Spirits are many of attached and attracted to certain spots physically mm-hmm. and you have to be in those spots to connect with them. So as a medium, I would have to go to the spot that is haunted or where there's a great deal of activity, mm-hmm. or sometimes there is a remote viewing capability and even a remote contact that one can do. Certain mediums have that ability uh, where we can negotiate. And I think, you know, that, you have to negotiate with the spirits that are in a in a place mm-hmm. and even as a medium when i'm doing a mediumship reading a straight psychic mediumship reading which i do on the phone um only if they want to come through right so you guys listening and watching no medium can guarantee that your loved one is going to come through during a reading don't ever believe that if they tell you that it's guaranteed no one has that power We are, as mediums, we are the channel, we are the intermediary, we are the one kind of negotiating the deal in a sense. Are they, do they feel it is right to come through now? Mm -hmm. So I like to wait, if someone crosses over, I like to wait a minimum of three months, preferably six months. Some mediums tell you wait a year till after the person crosses over. Why? Well, that is because on the other side, there is a process, there is a system of doing things. When you leave your body, you're going to meet your spirit guides. You're going to also go through a process of kind of when the astronauts come back from space, there's a decompression. So imagine 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years on planet Earth living in this place. You better get a decompression when you're on the other side. So, yeah, that's what's going on. And I've been doing this now for <clears throat> as a medium for all these years, more than a decade and a half. Had my first psychic experience at the age of seven. Started off as an artist playing music. A lot of time, most people don't think that I'm a medium when they see me at Target. They're like, what band are you in? Or what, uh, what, what are you an MMA fighter? Or what, what do you do? <laughs> what team do I play for? And I go, I play for the paranormal team. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. 
That's funny. So what exactly, to, for people that don't know what, what a trans medium is, what, what, what exactly do you do as a trans medium? How's that work? Well, a trans channel medium, a mm -hmm. channeler. Okay, so what is what does it mean to channel? First, let's, Charlotte, let's talk sure. about it. You guys have seen seances. You've seen film of voices coming out of mediums. Yes, that is a form of channeling. But first, I want to break it down in a wide definition of what channeling is, because you don't need to be in the paranormal and supernatural world to channel. You can be an athlete who channels. You can be a chef who channels. In fact, you guys all channel the, the skill or the task where you step out of the way. And that's mm -hmm. why we say channel. Think of the Suez Canal. Canal is like the word channel. Right. Um, the English channel, that is where they cut into the land to make the waterway so people go through so ships could go and drop off their packages and that's what it is when we channel there's an opening inside of us that that energy flows through and gets done what needs to get done so it's it's almost like you are an autopilot and something is happening and you finish it and you're like wow how did, how did i do that mm -hmm. so you know channeling also by the way this is what's interesting sometimes the thing that you channel is not the thing that you love to do or that you're great at for example i had a guy who a friend of mine he was a really good at accounting mm -hmm. it wasn't his favorite thing to do he was just he could just do the numbers so easily for you and i used to tell him you're channeling you're channeling he's like i hate doing this it's just my job and i go no that's fine you don't have to love it it's just that's where your channel is open because he's like i don't even have to think about it it just all comes to me sure you know, like you're you're doing this show, you're doing you have your company and all the things that you do, Charlotte. All right. It, yes, you put work into it, but it's flowing through you. You don't have to try to muster how am I going to do this? Right, right, right. Very so I channel the spirit guides. Yeah, it is. Very interesting. Now yeah. you mentioned that you started to experience things when you were seven. Can you talk about that? Sure. At the age of seven, my parents were in India, and we were. I was growing up. I was born in Harlem, raised in the Bronx, in New York City. And uh, yeah, great place for a shy Indian kid to be born and raised. <laughs> you either learn to uh, keep your mouth shut, run or fight. And uh, I learned a little bit of all of those, but mostly running, <laughs> keeping quiet. Um, There's something to be said for being able to run away. It's all that's good. Right. Yeah. People like, uh, yeah, do, do, you, do you want a weapon? I'm like, no, just a good pair of sneakers. <laughs> so um, I was a bored kid hanging out with my mother while she was at a girlfriend's house in Queens, New York. And, um, you know, there was no kids to play with. And you guys have done that. Your, your mom takes you somewhere and you're just, either there has to be food, cake, candy, or a kid to play with. Right, right. Nothing. So <laughs> she, was, she was in the kitchen and I was kind of sitting by myself in a chair near the room. And out of nowhere, after sitting there for a long time without talking, I blurted out, an old man died on that couch. And then the, I heard the conversation stop. And the woman like comes over and she kneels down. She said, what did, what did you say? You said an old man died on that couch. And it was true. Turned out it was true. Her father had died on that couch. Mm -hmm. My mother didn't know that that's how he passed away. Um, and I blurted it out. Now, look, guys, you guys who are out there trying to get your psychic sense going and you know, taking your classes, doing your work, and learning about the paranormal, I wasn't trying, I was just open. 
And most of your work, most of the teachers that you guys are going to have or the classes you guys are going to take, there's no secret there's no secret mantra or secret technique in opening your third eye more because you all can do it. It's that you techniques should be leading you to how do you quiet your mind? As a bored kid, my mind was quiet. I was just, I gave up. I was like, I'm just going to have to be here for three more hours. And suddenly I blurted that out and it was accurate. And she said, do you see him? And I said, no, because I didn't see his, his uh, apparition. Uh-huh. Um, she said, do you hear him? I said, not really. So she said, how do you know? And I said, I feel him. Now, some people will call that being an empath. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not really an empath, but at that age, probably I was. Uh-huh. I grew up more as a, of a medium, but an empath is where, like my wife is an empath, they, they feel everything. So I then told her he's fine. I said, oh, he was drinking tea like you guys. She goes, did you have anything else you can tell me? Because who wouldn't want to know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was correct. That's when he would come out of his room, sit on the couch, have tea. So my mom freaked out at this. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a psychic. I'm not a psychic <clears throat> that comes from a line of psychics that I know of. Mm-hmm. My parents were very sh- straight, you know, academics, really. Right. Um, so they don't know where this came from. I don't know where it came from. Maybe way, way, way back. So I started to be really interested at a very young age back in the day in the 70s and 80s there used to be a show on tv called in search of with leonard oh, I loved it. Yep. didn't you love that i love that show okay so the, i was consistently drawn to that show mm-hmm. they spoke about sasquatch they spoke about ufos they spoke about psych on reincarnation spontaneous combustion remember that one Right. Oh my God, that's that was scary. Yes. Apparently, nobody spontaneously combusts anymore. I guess not, huh? We don't. We don't ever hear about it. <laughs> it's out now. You know, it went out with uh, with flare jeans. <laughs> Doesn't that give you nightmares, though? You know, when, when you first well, heard about it, you're sitting there watching TV, and then you know that's it. Exactly. Right. Um, now I'm thinking about this fireplace behind me. Actually, <laughs> you know, usually I use the uh, a green screen, and then I thought. Why don't I use the fireplace? And now it looks very wicked cool. <laughs> it's cool. Perfect for California hunts, you know. Well, especially because you see the flames just coming over your shoulders. Oh, is that what it looks like? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's like All your right. back's on fire. So you <laughs> from hell or some places coming up. Yes. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that um, was, so it began, right? So watching those shows, being drawn to it. Um, and then uh, being the person in high school that people asked for advice. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. But my advice was very psychic, so I, I knew things about people, or that was what was going on with them, just by looking across the lunchroom. And, and my friend would say, "I like that person," and I would say, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah. Uh, then it went on um, very quickly. Of course, like most mediums have a story where another medium tells them you're going to be a medium. Right. That's what happened. I was in my 20s. I went to a channeling circle simply to find out what was going on in my life, about my relationship, what was going on with my family, what was going on with my artistic career. And the last thing I expected to hear was you're going to be a trans channeler. Wow. And it, and it happened. And uh, it took me nine years to receive that message. Guys, when you get a message from a medium, sometimes it doesn't make sense to you for a year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But when it does make sense, your mind will be blown and your life will change. And that's what happened with me. 
And uh, here I am. And all these years later, ended up moving to California, which is what they said also. Right. And uh, I have done over 2,250 channeling circles. It's called the Circle of Light. And it is two twice a week for the last 14 years, sometimes three or four times a week. And consistently, um, happy to say, really LA's most popular channeling event. And people are always there. It's always sold out, a good 30, 40, 50 people. Yesterday, we were just at the Conscious Life Expo. Um, I'm surprised you weren't there. Never know where I'm going to be. Okay. All right. Next time, next year, you come down. Everything. Next it, year is, come down yeah. it is the Coachella of the, <laughs> of the new age and spiritual world, that expo in LA every, every year. So that's what happened. And I, I began to feel spirits in the house I was living in. Mm-hmm. So did you have any formal training as far as, you know, it's one thing to say to, for someone to say, okay, you're you're going to be the you're going to be a medium. <clears throat> so, did you go anywhere or or what or, or anything to help you hone your skills? Yes, 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 yes. But the formal training, you know, we still don't have a school. We don't have our X Men school yet. That's my 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 goal. My wife and I are, are going to be starting a center this year, which is a mm-hmm. metaphysical center here in Southern California where we will be teaching and where we will, it will be a formal standalone building where people can come mm-hmm. seven days a week and experience these things. We need it. Wouldn't you agree? I agree hundred percent. There has to be something. Closest, there has to be thing, something. Here, closest thing here is the, is, is, is the Berkeley school. There's <laughs> okay. in the Bay area. But that's yeah. About it. yeah. So we need a place where people can explore metaphysical subjects without um, ridicule and with a serious understanding with experienced mediums and it's time. So we're going to be doing that. Now, formal training for me was when I did go to see a trance channeler, the late great Alexander Murray from New York City, one of the greatest trance channelers of all time who passed away last year, um, actually on June 6th, 2022, which is 666. Wow. If you add those numbers of 2022, three right. twos, he's a six. So June 6, 2022, he passed away. And for anyone who really understands what 666 means, it's not some devil number. No. It's a very powerful master number in the ancient art of numerology. Okay. Those okay. three sixes add up to the number times three is what? 18. Mm-hmm. In numerology, you always want to reduce a number to one digit. So if three times six and six, six, six is equals 18, mm-hmm. one plus eight equals nine. The 18, you add that together, you get a nine. Nine is a symbol and the number of completion, guys. Number nine, nine planets in this solar system, mm-hmm. right? right? Okay, nine months in the womb to be from conception to birth. Nine, that's the best number to be born at is nine months. Okay, what else? 360 degrees in a circle. Three, six, zero equals nine, coming full circle. So your life coming full circle. You've heard of the 27 club. Sure. Okay. Two plus seven equals nine. In astrology, right around the age of 27, 28, that is called your Saturn return. And that is where a big shift happens for you. And that is whether or not it's a spiritual shift or a physical shift. So Alex Murray, I went to his circle in New York City when I was a young man. By the way, I went when I was 27. <laughs> See, there it is again. Do you, I'm legit. I just realized that as I'm talking to you. Okay, so I was 27. That's when it happened. Um, 
I gotta take a second. And the spirit guides I saw, let's talk about now. Let's really get into what trans channels. Sure. Imagine a rainy New York City night, getting off of the subway, guys, and going up into this apartment you've never been to, and there's 20 people sitting around, and this gentleman introduced dark, and there's candles, and it felt like really something special, good energy, but mm-hmm. deep, you know, deep and, and positive, but also very mystical, very much like the room was full of spirits. And it was this warm, wonderful older man. He sat down in the chair. I looked around the room. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm not in this world yet. Right. And I'm just taking it in. And I'm looking at the paintings, old paintings on the wall. And he had instruments like a cello in the corner. He used to be a musician also. A lot of mediums used to be artists because that's how you're, this opens first is through right. arts. And then he proceeded to lead a meditation. He, his head goes down, up. And there's a different look on his face. And I'm watching because I'm not from that world. In my opinion, I wasn't. And I'm a New Yorker. I'm just a scrutinizer. So I'm really looking to see, is this real? And as this other voice and other accent is coming out of him, the words that were being said were very profound. And the pacing of the words was very interesting. There was no, uh, uh, mm, huh pauses that we do as people right so i'm still looking is this is this maybe he's just the greatest actor i've ever seen in my life no because the messages that were coming through were next level the messages that were being given to each person were specific and to me so at that point literally within 10 minutes i could feel something different was going on here and when you're at a channeling session especially in person Mm-hmm. harder on video I've noticed because I've done a lot of interviews and I'll channel on video and those who are really into channeling are like I'm in but channeling is more of a live experience in my opinion mm-hmm. when you're in the room and the vibe is set their purpose you're not distracted and the cat's over here and you got your lunch over there and it's bright in the room mm-hmm. um, that's not where you're really going to feel it so okay, let's talk about your spirit guides so my spirit guides, let's talk about the spirit guides, because we okay. all have our own. There's, there's guides who are with you, who are, I would call your regulars. They have signed on. It's a life contract with you. It's their job. Then there are temps. They come in at different chapters of your life to help you through certain situations. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can, when you look back in your life, you go, I was thinking differently then. Mm-hmm. I would never do that now, even though the choice you made, let's say 10 years ago about something, was right for that moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was even just a shirt type of clothing you used to wear. And in your right. mind, you're like, oh, it was just my fashion then. No, guys, we are all energy. We are far more connected to this spirit world than you think. We are intertwined. Our super consciousness, our subconscious is entwined with when we were out of the body. You have spent more time out of the body than in it. You even spend a third of your life in sleep which is being out of the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the spirit guides are very intelligent, highly advanced teachers on the other side. And each person on earth 
has their own spirit guides that personally work with them. These are called gatekeepers. I have a gatekeeper who is Red Eagle, and he is the one who really kind of guides me in my life as a channel and even as a person. Even that's intertwined. After a while, as a channeler, you you have to live it. And as a shaman, I have to live it. It's mm -hmm. not I walk into work and now I'm a shaman. No, I, I think like a shaman, even if, you know, I'm out getting getting something to eat. Okay. I mean, I, I, I see everything that way. You know, if somebody does something or some, if, a, if an animal crosses my path at a certain time, mm -hmm. I see it as a sign. It doesn't matter if it's small. If, if a bug lands, if a grasshopper is on the windshield of my car, I understand as a shaman what grasshopper magic is. Mm -hmm. Because we have lost touch with our true natural self. That's why we call it the supernatural. Because we've lost so much touch with it that we have now call it something beyond what is normal, the paranormal. But when you live this way, it is your normal. Mm -hmm. You begin to piece things together. I feel that people who are in, who are in an interest in, the, in anything that is haunted or paranormal, I feel these people, are, they're seekers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the spirit guides are very much felt by speakers more than, more than anything. So they're very benevolent. They come in all shapes and sizes, just like people. They have all different personalities. Some are some are more what we call masculine. Some are what we, we call more feminine. And some are more neutral. And some are like a nature element, mm -hmm. just like people. Yeah. So we can receive messages from our spirit guides when we quiet our minds. That's when we consciously do it. Now, you also, you guys, are subconsciously feeling your spirit guides' messages. How? Okay. How many times... Have you had a conversation during the day or saw something? Maybe it was something on the side of a truck. Maybe it was something that appeared on the screen while you were having a drink at a bar and you looked up at the screen just, just the right time. And it clicked because you were thinking about that thing or word or name a day earlier. And you're like, why are they showing? I don't know, make up a random place, right? In your mind. Sure. I don't know. Lithuania. Mm -hmm. You're like, man, the word Lithuania, I was thinking about it two days ago. And I'm sitting in this bar and I look up and somebody's talking about something happening in Lithuania. Is that a coincidence? Right. No coincidences, guys. No coincidences, no accidents. Everything is part of the reality we are creating. And what's happening in the paranormal world is we're starting to understand beyond just crystal balls and how do I get this ghost out of my house? Mm -hmm. We're starting to dive into in our paranormal investigations. What is the story behind everything? Sure. What about people who are living in that space? What are they going through? Mm -hmm. Can you comment on that a bit? What well, do you find I mean, is the relation between those people in haunted places who right. live there? Mm -hmm. uh, do you find that there's some message in it for them? Do you find that it it it's near some some big life event or right? Do you, right. Do you sometimes feel they need this to happen? Right. Right. Right, I've, you know, all the years I've been doing this, and there's always a reason why it's happening. You know, whether it's a negative reason or a positive reason, or maybe that person grew up on that property or whatever, they don't want to leave because that, mm. that's where they hang. Mm. That's what I found over the years. So there's always, mm. like you say, nothing just happens randomly. So it, emotions yeah. are tied to right. energy. Right. That's powerful because when you really understand that, then anything in your life that occurs any event you have to go down to that level of understanding the purpose of it mm -hmm. so 
the paranormal field is now deepening and expanding where we're going past just with all due respect just ghost hunters and right. turning it into something but we're going deeper because this right. really affects people's lives so your spirit guides are always in contact with you either on the conscious level or the subconscious level and they kind of integrate with your own intuition your own psychic sense we are all born with a sixth sense some people just have it more developed than others just like we all could sing a song but it doesn't mean we're going to sound like mariah carey or whoever you like right right but we all can sing a song and each one of us if we had the right training could learn to sing better than we do now it still doesn't mean we're going to be a professional medium right we can learn right. to be a better connector now um than we were because the sense that the sixth sense is something that all human have and can develop how much you know how much do spirit guides guide us in our lives so the spirit guides job let's talk about what is their job okay all right so the spirit guides job one would think is to hey spirit guides handle this for me spirit guides take care of that spirit guides uh, protect me from this thing mm -hmm. let's be straight up you might as well just stay in religion then because all you're doing is substituting the word from spirit guides from angels or god or whatever you're born in all due mm -hmm. respect to all religions but you might as well just stay because that's what you do in traditional religion you're asking someone to take something away from you but with spirit guides when you connect to them what you're asking is what they're communicating to you is how to create your own reality how to understand the deeper levels of creation of life of energy it's way deeper with real spirit guide study and listening the messages that i channel often speak about the interaction between this physical world mm -hmm. your connection or intuition or dream connections to what happens in another dimensions mm -hmm. and then how you are deciding well what's real is this reality this is real or what about last night when you dreamt? How many times, Charlotte, how many times have you and I, and guys, you guys listening, have you woken up in the middle of the night from a dream and you're just baffled as how that wasn't real? Right. I'm like, are you kidding me? I would, two seconds ago, I was just over there with other people. Mm -hmm. and I was in my house, but it wasn't my house. I was with you, but you weren't you. Right. Why is it that all of us have had that? How come you just said yeah so quickly and all you guys listening and watching said yeah i've had that happen why why is this experience constantly happening where you're having dreams where people are who you know but don't look like them right. you're in your house but it doesn't look like your house sometimes you look at your own self and you you're you're you but you're not you mm -hmm. and then you wake up and say i can't believe it was a dream because you felt pleasure you felt pain fear so the only reason why you think this is a reality, you're watching this podcast right now, and this is reality to you, and dream world, you have very separate, in a few hours you'll be dreaming. Mm -hmm. This is reality, but the only reason you have that this is reality, the only proof that you have, the only reason that you think this is reality is because this happens more often. Oh, okay. this is to my computer. Oh, this is still my necklace. This is still my fireplace. Oh, it's still Charlotte. Okay, yeah, this is the real thing. Why, because it's consistent? That's not a strong case for what reality is. Mm -hmm. so what you're doing when you're when you're living this life is that you're focused as a spirit. You don't have a spirit, you are a spirit. 
and you're focused in this dimension, in the in haunted spaces, in the paranormal spaces, in the right. supernatural understanding, these dimensions are less cut off. And in those places where paranormal activity is high, or in that time of the year, right, right. around Halloween, where the veil is thinnest, it is true. There are as well. It's not just physical summer, spring, winter, fall. There's a reason why the ancient ones, the Celtic Druids, um, mm -hmm. back way back in India in those times, they understood <clears throat> that just like there are the summer, winter, spring, and fall seasons, there are spiritual, energetic seasons. Okay, the veil between worlds is thinnest around Halloween. <clears throat> and so it's our job to be, drop in. So the spirit guides are there to help you connect dots, to answer your question. Your spirit guides are there to help you connect the dots in your life, bring you to situations and experiences, help you to drop in. And how do they help you to drop in? Uh, this is a good question. Right. Well, they do a couple of things. Sometimes you feel like you need to nap in the middle of the day and you just think uh -huh. it's because you, you're overworked. Right. You could be, but even your spirit guides created that with you so that you could nap and tap into being out of the body more. So they'll do things like that. Sometimes if you're really stubborn, they'll help you like, you know, get a cold or sprain your ankle, something to slow you down. Uh -huh. So you drop in here, right? Um, those are the painful ways the spirit guides help you. Um, the fun ways are they help you get to things like California Hunter Radio. And they're like, right. you should check, click that button, click here and you discover things. The internet is great for that. I actually find the internet to be a very, I wanna say a very great example of a place where you can understand energy because look how we're guided when we scroll and we click. I wanna go right. there, there. What, what is that? You think you're just, you're not as flippant and as superficial, we as humans, as we, are, we call each other. It's actually that we're, we wanna find this out and then suddenly you click 20 times in an hour and you find something that you like that either you want to buy or you want to um, look at or listen mm -hmm. or just opens your mind. So I find the internet, you know, we call it surfing. Mm -hmm. In a way, when I channel, there's a certain type of surfing I do. So I go into my trance state. There, there's an audience mm -hmm. and it's time. And I say, okay, everybody take a deep breath. I do this little meditation. During that time, it's almost like my Wi-Fi signal is going like this. It's like a radar. And they go, boop, there is Red Eagle. Oh, boop, there is Phineas. Oh, there is Michelangelo coming through with a message. So tuning your antenna, your, all your practices are going to be coming down to, in a sense, meditation. But meditation is available to everyone now. Guys, it's free. You're watching YouTube. Type mm -hmm. in guided meditation. You will see thousands of teachers willing with videos to teach you how to do it. And it's free, so no one has any excuse. Mm -hmm. So you are here now at the most special point in paranormal history because you are being given the tools, literally given. Of course, you can hire a medium. You can hire me, other mediums. We all have services sure. we offer that you pay for. And then there's services we offer for free, which is on, which are on YouTube, which you can just you know get into. So whatever you like, do one or both, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, mm -hmm. is that whatever works for you and is right for you, you have to stretch yourself. You have to make it a point that this is important to you and that um, you understand that you are a spirit.
So the guides help you do that. They're not there to do work for you. They're not here to get you fish. They're here to teach you how so that you master yourself. You have to okay. master yourself. Absolutely. Tell me about your guides. And, and I, I know you get messages from your guides. So what type of information can you get from your guides or, or, or are you getting from your guides? I do get information from my guides. It is, I have to do far more work to get information from my guides than the people who come to my circles. Why? Well, because a massage therapist has a hard time massaging their own shoulders. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> so I, I, I try to find intuitive people around me who can give me messages. I definitely like uh, astrology. Um, so my assistant is actually uh, a very good astrologer. If you guys are curious to check her out, Star Path Astrology on Instagram. Her name is Erica Erica Merriweather, very good astrologer. So um, I will, for a reading from my wife who's an intuitive or some of the people I know who are intuitives. Mm -hmm. um, but the spirit guides messages, what can they tell you? Well, they can certainly tell you that I, I find them to be good compasses. Now, do they give you direct answers? Do they ever give you yes or no answers? They do. They, I have seen it for years and years and years. The spirit guides have given messages to people. I'll give you an example. Sure. Some people think, to this day, I can't believe it that some people think psychics are mind readers. I don't, I don't even think mind reading exists. There's some term that was made up because everything is energy. It's not, you're not reading into the, the temples. Right. Okay. So a circle was going on and Red Eagle, the spirit guide, was coming through me. Red Eagle is kind of like a, a hundred thousand year old oak tree. Mm -hmm. He's kind of like a tribal person. Um, but anyway, he came through and he says to this man, uh, you have a, you have, I believe your father's standing behind you. There's an older man who's putting his hand on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And the guy goes, oh, my dad did pass away. And he said, yeah, he's saying, um, he's speaking about somebody named Daniel. Is this, is he, are you Daniel or is he Daniel? He goes, I'm not Daniel and he's not Daniel. And he says, well, this man just keeps saying the name Daniel. And he's telling you that he loves you. And he just wants you to know he's here supporting you. So the guy was like, okay, well, thank you. Yeah, I don't know who the Daniel is. But um, he said, well, if this man is not your father, then he must be a spirit guide who has okay. that name and is going to take care of you. Okay, so the circle ends. Three days later, we get a call from this guy freaking out he was from england and he calls his mom and says mom is was there someone in our family named daniel mom is silent gets mm -hmm. interesting now because he's like is my father my father oh my god <laughs> no it wasn't anything like that he goes who was daniel she says your father and she he says are you saying i have a different father she goes no son your father's name was daniel He's like, my father's name is John. She says, no, his birth name is Daniel. He hated that name. And so he said his name was John. And he spent his whole life thinking his father's name was John. Wow. And I don't know how he managed that, but he did. And um, now think about it. He didn't even know that his father's name was Daniel. So then how is it mind reading? Where's where this information coming from? Yeah, um, it's because we have a channel, you know, Nikola Tesla spoke about this. 
about wireless communication. He's a spirit guide, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he was part alien, actually, to, to know the stuff that he knew about wireless energy, transmitting energy and information wirelessly. And that is, that's mind-boggling if you drop in now to think about it. Mm-hmm. We can send pictures through the air. We can send sound through the air across an ocean and someone else can catch it. Okay, we, we came up with that. Maybe the aliens helped us. The spirit guides helped us. Well, see, um, I always thought that, like Gene Roddenberry, all the stuff that he invented on Star Trek, there has to be something else in there. Like maybe they were abducted. Maybe they've got some kind of transmitter that's telling them the stuff, but it's coming from somewhere. Here's 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 your trans. Uh, here, here's your communicator. Yeah. Computer, tell me about this. Yeah. Well, well, now we're saying Siri. Right. What's the capital of Alabama? capital of alabama is whatever right and all that security stuff you go through at the airport you know all those wands and all that it's all it's awesome so he was channeling mm-hmm. so your spirit guides often are channeling if you come up with a story it's not that you didn't write it right at, at some point it doesn't even matter it's coming through you it's part of coming from you as well and but then there's some things you know came from the spirit guides i believe that harry potter came from the spirit guides mm-hmm. why well because jk rowling wrote it on the train at one of the worst times in her life being a single mom and she said the entire thing came to her on the train ride all the characters the plots who the characters names and she didn't have a pen and so she was sitting on the train, just kind of like rocking back and forth, going, Hermione, ha- Harry Potter, uh, Dumbledore, going like this. These names were coming to her. Merlin, was he real? Mm-hmm. Someone asked me that once because I channel Merlin. How can you channel someone who's just a story? Right. Hmm. Um, you don't think Buddha was a story or Jesus was a story or Muhammad was a story or Krishna was a story. Mm-hmm. You don't think that. So why do you think that Merlin's a story? Not everything was documented the same way. Merlin exists as a spirit guide who communicated to people way, way back who began to write this down and the idea and understanding of magic. And then there was a figure who people say the name Merlin is attributed to who was in King Arthur's court who was a wizard, who was a shaman, who was a mystic, who was a communicator between worlds. So the spirit guides like Tesla, like Merlin, Mm -hmm. they're just as real as each other. And channel information that become books, that become podcasts, that become television shows, that become films, that become songs, that become a speech. I've had the most non-spiritual, whatever, new age people got into, I don't know, people who are just into finance Mm -hmm. and have said to me, I totally channeled that speech, Riz. That's amazing you're using the word channeled. Interesting. You don't don't believe in psychics and mediums and channelers, but you'll use the word channeled. That means that you're talking about energy because you don't know where that speech came from. Right. How hard hard is it to say somebody comes to you and, and, and they want to be a trans, you know, channeler how hard is it to teach people to do that or is that like like you say is is that within us from the get-go trans channeling now let's let's break that down so there's channeling 
-hmm. And then there is trans-channeling, and then there is full trans-channeling. Full trans-channeling is no recall. It's almost like you're going to sleep. Mm -hmm. The spirit guide is speaking and using your hands, your voice, your body. And you come out of the trance very vaguely remembering what happened. Then regular channeling is there channels, channelers who say, hi, I'm whatever, they'll say their name. Right. Um, and then they'll say, oh, I am Archangel Michael. I'm speaking to you. So they're still in the body right here, but mm-hmm. their mind is connected like this to the spirit guide who is whispering in this, And they are kind of like repeating in real time what the spirit guide is saying. So that's channeling also. Okay. Then, okay, then there is... Um, What's the first thing that I said? I can't believe I lost my train of thought. Okay. <laughs> so channeling, channeling. Uh, and then there's what I would call just connecting to your guides. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing a reading. Oh, your spirit guide looks like this. They have white hair and there's these old English clothes on them. I think their name is Margaret. Okay. They're saying this to you. So you'll have readers, whether tarot readers or psychic mediums who will connect in that way mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and kind of relay what they're saying. That's not really channeling, but it's the beginnings of it. So mm-hmm. can I teach that? Mm. Full trance channeling, I don't think can really be taught. I think it is in you or it kind of isn't. Um, but I do believe the middle ground of channeling mm-hmm. can be taught because I teach people how to drop it and surrender enough where they start to, over time, form the words and say what is being said to them. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will say that channeling really exhausts them. Maybe in the beginning it does, uh, but you have to really take care of yourself physically and emotionally to be able to go the long, the, the long distance runner like I am doing long. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. I'm 50, I'm 53, so mm-hmm. I've been I make sure just only for my own self that I stay in shape. But sure. for, for my channeling, I have to. I have to take the, the time and um, be by the ocean or walk in the park or just be by myself or mm-hmm. take a nap, um, treat myself kindly. All these kinds of things you have to do to do this right. work. I mean, you've right. been in so many. How, I mean, can you even count how many haunted spa- spaces you've been in? No, but I've also taken psychic hits in these places. So I know what it's like to have to take care of your body because, I mean, you, you get a hit that you don't realize you're getting and you're down for two days because that energy is right. stuck out of you. Right. But your vessel, and I just want to give you a message here, mm-hmm. your vessel, you've done this before in past lifetimes, Charlotte. This is not just this lifetime. You've been <clears throat> a medicine person before. You've been a shaman before. And this time, your lifetime was decided that you decided and your guides help you decide that you were going to be more in the modern and be a bridge and not just living in the forest and not just living in your, you know, your hobbit hut uh, doing your magic. <laughs> you were this time, this lifetime, you were supposed to be out here with headphones and a microphone. Okay. So um, don't worry. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I'm not sure, you know, I just wanted to tell you that as I'm talking, this name, William keeps popping up around you. Does this make any sense to you? That's my brother. Oh, okay. There you go. What is it? What was his take on all of this? I don't know. He was, he, he would back me up on stuff, you know, when I was doing it, but mm-hmm. it kind of scared him. Uh huh. You know, well, he's kind of afraid of cat over it. 
Well, I want to let you know that the reason why his name is coming up, the moment I said about your past lives, that name was coming up that that person mm-hmm. with that name was in those lifetimes with you doing the same thing. Wow. And so he made the choice this lifetime, I guess, after what you said, to not do it. Right. And But he, see, the only reason he's afraid of it is, in a way, sorry, Bill. Um, can I call him Bill? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, um, is because he's been there. He's been there, and done that. And some things traumatized him in that lifetime. Some of the things that he saw and had to do. So he's like, "You do it this time. Okay. I'm good. I'll hang around." Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah, just that's, wanted to say that. That is really cool. He passed away last year. That's really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's why he's coming through then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he's enjoying what you're doing, and he's. He's proud of you and uh, it makes total sense. And he's kind of like, what you kept alive was the kid. You kept the kid alive in you. And he is like most people, he comes in really strong. Most people have forgotten that aspect. And so it's like, you you guys, that's one of the big spiritual messages is make sure that that 14 year old is still alive and take care of them. And if you get that 14 year old in you still having fun, you made it in this life. I don't care how much money you make or don't make. I don't care about any of that stuff. If the 14-year-old in you and the adult in you can live in harmony, you did good in life. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Now, along that line, for your uh, spirit, guys, what messages have, have have they given you that can pertain to what's going on today or, or anything like that? Thank you for saying that. Um, I was asking this morning the spirit guides about what are all these uh, – objects that are being shot down mm-hmm. because on some of the sites on Instagram that I follow that are UFO sites and I'm a ufologist myself. I love to see how things are developing with disclosure about UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, what? okay. So it was a Chinese spy balloon. Okay. We know that one. What are these other three objects? Do you know, they shot down three more, right? They said one was a cylindrical object. So I got confused. My wife and I were talking this morning. We're like, well, you can't shoot down an ET ship mm-hmm. as far as we know. Right. Who knows what technology we have? Because we have our own UFOs. Right. That we've back engineered and have test piloted, which Bob Lazar himself and John Lear saw. Right. Test, test piloting that. So look that up, guys. Bob Lazar, John Lear, and Area 51 test flights. Okay. So. What I asked the guides about this was, I want to know, were they alien craft? And here's how the spirit guides answer. They said that this was part of disclosure, and it's not important whether those are alien craft or not, because this has already happened many, many times in the last 65 to 70 years where they have recovered craft. That's not news for them. They've already done this. What this is, is part of disclosure. Part of you getting used to seeing the words unidentified craft shot down by the air force they did this four times in a week that's pretty i'm like wow you're doing the you're you're trying to soften us up they're buttering us up for for a good purpose Mm -hmm. it's a good purpose it's like you know when you were uh, when you wanted to ask your parents for money and you were suddenly mowing the lawn or washing the dishes for no reason they're like what do you want (laughs) so what they're doing is like slow disclosure. So now the average person 
in their mind knows that there are unidentified objects that can be shot down. Mm-hmm. Two years ago during the pandemic, the spirit guide said disclosure was starting because they we had said, why is the pandemic happening? We didn't care whether COVID was real or not. That's none of my people cared about that too much. Right. It was like, whether it's real or not, there's a situation happening of change. Mm-hmm. And the spirit guides had said at circles then that along with you guys having to deal with understanding government and understanding politics and understanding um, just mass group mentality, right? they're going to begin disclosure. And what happened in 2020? They started the New York Times article came out that was verifying and validating that UAPs, now they're called UAPs, exist. Mm-hmm. And they were showing film footage from the military. By the way, seen the fish from the Navy of the in the air pyramid shaped craft. Mm-hmm. Pyramid shaped craft. Yeah. In the air above a Navy destroyer filmed by trusted Navy personnel. It's incredible. Who has the guts or the nerve? to now say they're not real. Right. Like this, I see guys like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm like, you are paid, you're a paid chill, man. Like, what are you talking about? I'd like to see him talk to these old time military guys, five-star generals, a line of them from the, every branch of the military saying what they saw. And he's gonna say to them, you don't know, mm-hmm. please, please. So the, there was a disclosure started in 2020. Mm-hmm. and now it's leading to now we're shooting unidentified craft down. So what's going to be next year? Right. We found an unknown material that's not of this earth. That's what I think is going to be next. Yeah. We can't identify the material. Meanwhile, this was done 70 and way beyond. Right. Spirit guides gave me the message of, again, this is how reality is unfolding and why it's important because you can't do it. You can't just have the aliens come on television. Right. You can't, the people will freak out. Um, it has to be slow disclosure through these processes. I don't really like it, but I understand why it's happening. Right. I could totally deal with them coming on. I would love for them to interrupt this podcast. Be like, hi, Charlotte and Riz. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that, you know, with this disclosure thing too, I think they're here already. Oh yeah. All the hybrids, I think they're on your street. I think people are going to be shocked when they find out that it's the neighbor you've liked for years, you know, that they're going to come out. You know, that's what's going to happen. Of course it is. You're right. Even I feel the X-Files, you know, the producer of the X-Files, I think his name was Chris Carter. He had talked about how he would get mysterious messages sent to him Mm -hmm. during the X-Files aired saying things like, you don't know how right you've got it. Um, When they said, they've been here a long time, Fox Mulder. Well, of course they have. You want to know why? Because we're related to them. Mm-hmm. That's why they Absolutely. are a part of we. They are a part of we. Oh, yeah. So we're here. And, you know, if you do the research, you'll find that there are clear descriptions in the navigation logs of the explorers of three lights danced upon the surface of the water as we were traversing across the ocean, you know, using those old languages back in the day. And they talk about bounced along the water, shot. I want to thank you for coming. 
It was fun. And I would love to have you on again when the internet's behaving better. I would and, love to. Uh, okay, awesome. great. So uh, how can people find you? Well, you can find out all about me at rizmirza.com, R-I-Z-M-I-R-Z-A.com. And mm-hmm. my Instagram is psychic, Riz the Wiz with underscores underneath it between each word, psychic, Riz the Wiz. And uh, drop us a note. Check out all the stuff. I have my website. I do phone readings. There's Circle of Light channeling sessions. I have my retreats that you should, guys should join us on and uh, lots more fun stuff and videos and meditations and things and uh, paranormal stories. So. Thank you so much, Charlotte. I look forward to hearing from you guys again. That was terrific. I learned so much from him, and I can't wait to have him back on. You know, he's a very busy guy. But anyway, uh, I want to thank everybody for coming and for watching the show. I really appreciate it. And I uh, will see you tomorrow at our usual time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And uh, before I sign off, I will give you his contact information and where to get his books because he's got, he's got a few books out. Um, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, Share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. Um, sorry for any internet problems. Uh, who knows what's going on in the world. But uh, again, if you're watching from Facebook and you like what you see, be sure to hit that like. And if you haven't already, follow follow the show. Got lots of good topics, lots of good shows coming up this month. And I, th- I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay, if you're watching from YouTube, that address is youtube.com forward slash ampersand California Haunts Radio. Check out all our videos over there. All right, guys, I will see you tomorrow and have a great rest of your day. Bye.